0: netcasts you love
1: from people you trust
2: this is twit
0: bandwidth for MacBreak weekly is provided by cashfly at c-a-c-h-e-f-l-y.com this is mac break weekly episode 242 recorded april 12th 2011 the world's largest dongle MacBreak Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to Squarespace.com slash MacBreak. And by GoToMeeting, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code MacBreak. And by FreshBooks. The easy online invoicing service that gets you paid quickly and makes you look more professional. Get started with a free package at FreshBooks.com. Welcome to MacBreak Weekly. We are at the NAB Show, the National Association of Broadcasters show in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada for the week. Covering uh, the latest in uh, pro gear and uh, a good place to do MacBreak Weekly because there's a lot of interesting pro gear. Apple may not be here, but there's a lot of interesting uh, Apple-centric gear. Joining me, of course, Alex Lindsay, who wouldn't, it wouldn't miss an NAB ever. It's good 16. to have you. 16th NAB. It's nice to have Someone you. Someone else was
3: talking about 23. Kirk was talking 23. And I was like, I wonder how many times I've actually been here. And I realized wow. You counted yeah.
0: it up. 16. That's really great. Uh, of course, Andy can't join us because we don't have Skype capability on the road, but we've got a great Andy anyway. Andy Beach, who is a chief evangelist for SeaWell Networks and is a wizard in compression. That's
2: that's. I'm a video geek from way back. The king of compression is here.
0: Uh, Maybe the duke. (laughs) And I presume. I mean, I have to ask. A Mac user.
2: Very much. I I speak all languages, but if I'm doing video production, it's it's all about the Mac.
0: You know, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? I mean, the Mac is, or at least is until later today, the king of video production.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's. It's just so easy, like. You can absolutely do it on the others if you have to, but that's really the choice. It's the you have to, whereas it just becomes much easier to be able to handle it when you're dealing with the Apple stuff. But
0: here's the question, and this is the rumor I keep hearing as I walk around. Uh, First of all, uh, the Final Cut user group meeting is today, right, Alex? Yes. Yeah?
3: It is a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's always a big deal. I mean, the Super Meat is always something where you have a thousand uh, Final Cut users. Many all. of them working in the business. I yeah. mean, they're not just uh, I mean, am Final amateurs. Final Cut has, has grown into something that is not is no longer a uh, something used by. I mean, when it first started, it was really almost a hobby by Apple. Right. And then it, uh, when Walter Merch used it in Cold Mountain, it became. It started to really infiltrate the industry, and now it's everywhere. I mean, you see uh, reporters using it with their laptops in the Middle East and you know, all this stuff. It's just everyone. Right. And uh,
0: they were going to have Kevin Smith and a bunch of people talking, but that uh, plan changed.
3: Last week, uh, they said uh, we, don't, we are going to have a special guest, and we were told we were supposed to be the streaming partner, so we were actually going to do the stream for them. Oh, wow. And, uh, and we were told last minute that, yeah, we're not going to do a stream. So and, there's no uh, way to watch this event. No, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's, so it's going to be semi-private. No one is saying anything about what's actually going to be talked about, but everyone's assuming that what we're going to see is someone very high up at, uh, at Apple talking about Final Cut. That's the assumption. That's interesting. Because we've
0: been waiting for the next version of Final Cut. S- for a long time. For, two years. for how long? Two years? Yep.
2: Two years. They that was the last major f- update. There was a minor update last year, but it was just bug fix, is so. it over? Does it feel like it's overdue? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean the the biggest part of it really has been that it's still a 32-bit app right r- and running on 64-bit operating system right. and I know I can feel it when I load it now. And it's not like I have to edit that much anymore, so I can't believe people who have to use it day to day. Well, we use it
3: day to day and it works yeah. fine.
2: But it so. would oh, also like explain the delay it. because it takes a while. I mean, it this is non-trivial. It so takes report something. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's like you're rewriting the entire application, really.
3: Well, and, and that's what the rumor—the rumors that have gone around. Is that this that, is that what's might scary, and what let me talk did. about the
2: rumors. This is scary. Well, you talk about the
0: rumors. It sounds like, I've talked to several people who said there's real concern that Apple's going to dumb it down. It's going to be another iMovie shift in user interface, and I'm hearing from a lot of professional users they are very concerned about this.
3: I, I think they are. I think that there is a, uh, it does sound like they've rethought a lot of pieces. That uh, they've incorporated it uh, You, you know, don't know Have you seen it? I have not seen it I have not seen it I have not uh, Everybody who has seen it Has been extremely type-lipped I mean, you know, they Yeah, you know, they, they go mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. It was jaw-dropping But you don't know if it was jaw-dropping Like, oh my gosh Like, it's great Or, oh my gosh it's Well, fun. that's you know, the I,
0: sense people are getting Is that some people are dismayed It's jaw-droppingly dismaying
3: yeah, it, it's just—it's just hard. It, it's gonna—you well, know—we'll know a lot more tonight. It sounds like what Apple's trying to do is start to control that—that that conversation. So they, right. rather than having people constantly talking about it, now that the cat's been out of the bag and people start talking about what it could be and what it couldn't be, they're going to try to end that, have a have a real conversation about this is what it actually is, and try to—I think Apple's going to tonight. They're going to try to frame uh, why they're doing what they're doing. I do think it's going to be a pretty large overhaul of the editing platform. I think that for a while, and I think that Apple in some ways has to do this. They, For a while, it got to a point where Avid, uh, whether you're using an Avid, Premiere, or Final Cut, you kind of got into the same environment. It was, right. it was, they're pretty much all the same editing applications right. with a couple little things. I mean, I would say that Premiere integrates better with uh, After Effects. Avid deals with large numbers of objects much better than all the other right. ones. Uh, and then Final Cut was the inexpensive, the easiest to use on a Mac platform, uh, very Mac-like, uh, based on QuickTime. So those are the advantages. But otherwise, the interfaces were very, very similar. And I think that they're now getting... They're all
0: timeline-based. Really... In fact, mm-hmm. if you use the old iMovie, you probably kind of knew what you were looking at. It was a little
3: more complex. Yeah, and, but the ripple edits and the way that you put it all together, you know, all the little bits that you do... It's Maybe a couple different keys, but outside of that, it's the same. So now I think that they're all starting to differentiate. Mm-hmm. You know, they, oh really? You Already know. that's happened. Yeah. I mean, I think Adobe's adding more, uh, more of the effects and more of the stuff, you know, they're, they're tying it tighter into well, the rest of their Into app- After platform.
2: Effects particularly. I mean, right. it, they, they really tried to di- do that dynamic integration between right. the two and that, that became their key. Final Cut didn't do as good a job of doing that, that real time update with the other apps. But they were always about the whole suite. And so, like, I actually used a lot of the, you know, I used the compression tools in the suite. I used, I used the audio mix-down stuff. And so I'm hoping that it's not just a Final Cut Pro update. It's really, truly a studio update. And we see real significant features in, in across the line. Well, and I think,
3: but I do think it's an opportunity, if you're rewriting it, to rethink what you're doing. Like, for instance, none of us... I mean we in our in our office use Colorista to do most of our color correction. Right. We don't use color. So Color Ships for free with <laughs> with uh, the Final Cut Studio, but we won't use it because it's cumbersome and I have to export everything out there right. and then do all the work and bring it back in. I'd much rather just use Colorista as a right. plugin in Final Cut. So the question is are you going to continue to do that? send us out somewhere else or are we going to pull some of those features in and maybe still have color but maybe we don't need all those pieces. I mean those are the kind of those are the kind of things that Apple has to figure out. And I think that we're going to find out what they think. Right. That's, that's just like my And Why opinion. would, if
0: Apple decides to go more um, away from, move away from the pro and move more towards the end user, which is what some people think might happen, why would they even, oh, why would they do that?
3: It's a much bigger market. I mean, the, 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 the world of, of t- high-end production is a, is a tiny top of the pyramid. Right. The revolution, and that's why they charge twelve hundred bucks for Final Cut Studio because they can't. And I think how much are they going to charge? I think well, and I, yeah, and I think that uh, when you look, they do have Final Cut Express. Yeah, uh, but uh, yes. Why do you shake your head like that, Andy? (laughs) Is it is it
0: a
2: junkie? No, 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 no. Actually, and honest to God, I'd say I probably, I'd say I've probably used Final Cut Express more in the last number of years because. I think it's you, still
0: quite a hurdle to go to, from iMovie even to Final Cut Express. Well, and
2: I think you really liked the iMovie update where they radically changed the interface. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. like. I kind of didn't get it. and I, I used didn't get it think at first bit. it's the second generation that, okay. that I really was impressed. And maybe that was it, but yeah. it, at some point there, Final Cut Express became my iMovie. And then right. I realized that Final Cut Express was really my Final Cut Pro because for <laughs> what I was doing, I didn't really need right. the extra stuff. I was carrying baggage that was overhead, and I just found that it actually ran lighter. I could get more done because the processor was just a
3: little more So
0: what, what would Apple be up to? Maybe uh, making a, uh, a less expensive Final Cut Express, but it ha- they'd have to have a uniform I think, interface. I think Final Cut Express is gone. Kill Final Cut Express, reduce Final Cut Pro. But look I, what they did with Aperture.
3: I, well, I think if you, look at, if you look at what, and we've talked about this on the show, but if you, if you look at what Apple has done in the past, in the near past, not the distant past, they've taken their all their bundles, and they've unbundled them, whether it's iWork or iLife, and they've dropped the price by about half. They sold thirds. it on the App Store, and they sold it on the App Store. And I would argue that the App Store, and I don't think we're going to think gonna fi- how many Final Cuts they could sell on the App Store. And and but more importantly than how many Final Cuts they'll sell on the App Store, think about w- how it positions the App Store. We're now moving. We're, we they have to eat their own their own dog granola, food. you know, their own yeah. dog food. They yep. they have to. Um, uh, they so they're going to say they have two opportunities here. One is to say all applications can be sold on the on the App Store. The second thing they can say is they're going they can set the pace. This is what Pro Apps should cost, right? And, and so if they start saying that Final Cut is with all Average its power is eighty 90, bucks, Final Cut let's say comes in at ninety nine dollars or one hundred twenty nine dollars or something like that, that becomes a a big uh, a big big deal. You know you know uh, it changes it puts a lot of downward pressure on the market. You know, of, of you know, of what's you know. I different.
0: think, from a purely financial point of view, this makes a lot of sense, and they'll make a lot of money with it. I mean, and it's a it's a it's a big money maker. And I think one of the reasons the pros that I talk to are kind of worried is because Apple's completely capable of doing this. There there are many companies that would say, "Oh, we can't abandon a market. We can't move this way. We you know, we've got a responsibility to previous users." But Apple's not like that. Apple Apple dances to the beat of its own drummer.
3: Well, in that high end market, I think there's a da- I think that there's a danger. But in the if you look at the where the growth market is right now yeah. in our industry, no, it is right. not in the high end. The high end is struggling right. to figure out how it keeps on making money. The low end, the not even the low end, the mid end, the corporate video, educational video, YouTube right. crowd, you the know, two man shops, what, the two man shops that is exploding. So do you exploding. think
0: you see a simpler uh, application? Okay, you're making it less expensive. How do you we, modify? We don't, it? And we don't know. We don't know they're going to make no, This is pure speculation. They may make no changes at all. Right, right. And,
2: and I would probably lean towards probably not unbundling. Like it would surprise me if they unbundled, only because it becomes really hard to support things like compressor right. as an unbundled all by product yeah. because it just doesn't have the market share of compression. Like not like people use it because it's kind of there. But if you had to buy it as a separate thing, would people actually buy it? What,
3: what else would you buy? I mean, if, if Compressor was, let's say, $49 on the Mac App Store. You'd uh, buy it. I think if it were
2: $49, would I buy it? What would, you, what would you buy?
3: What else would you buy?
2: There's so many. I mean, even in the Compression Store now, I've, got, uh, I've already picked up a, a couple of the ones that are probably fourteen ninety nine, okay. And for the day-to-day stuff... That I do, like particularly if I'm just creating. well Tell
0: us what you use. I'm curious now.
2: Uh, well, now I have to log in. All into right, my you can log in and, and look. i uh, I have to yeah. take a peek and we'll see. We'll do what it. The, at, we'll do it at the break because
0: I'd like but, to know. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing 15 is, fifteen like, bucks on the app store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll get you the name. That's of That's interesting. It. It's, They're um, selling that stuff on the app store.
2: And and again, it's only for two six four stuff. So like, if you're going for stuff for final production and delivery, those are good tools. Where I use. Where I still use compressor today is interoperability. So if I know that I suddenly need to send stuff for DVD or for Blu-ray or I'm doing mezzanine archive files for someone, that's where that comes in handy. So it's more of interoperability. It's less about the production. And that's not where they want to be. They want to be the H.264 Creation tool. That's why it has all the published to YouTube, published to well. IPhone. That's
0: true. There is a larger uh, ecosystem that they want to support, so that there's right. content for their devices. So, right. so that is something they
2: have to but, keep in mind. And but and that's not the part I use it for. I use other devices for that that are much cheaper or even freer at times. Yeah, you know, right. the for for years mm. there have been uh, basically GUIs that were just built on FFmpeg for the Mac, right. and those were free some Linux of the, tool. Those were some of the best encode tools. Handbrake. They were out there. Handbrake is one of the best ones uh, because of the advanced, you know, s- settings that you have right. exposed to be able to tweak right.
3: if you're a video geek and you want right. to I still use Program 7 some of the time. You know, you just I, like, I don't want a bunch of features. I just want to compress it. And half Absolutely. the time, that, that works better than... So lot are lot Avid
0: and Premiere rubbing their hands with Glee? Are you saying, oh, we're going to have the, the Pro, uh, you know, world all to ourselves or... I think they're probably sweating. I think they're jealous but yeah I', think it's
3: I mean, mixed back i think that I think that if Apple goes they'd apple, like
0: to have that market both uh, both premier and avid make low low end
2: versions of their programs right I feel like they're always i feel like both those companies feel like they're chasing apple when it comes to this though because whatever if if literally Apple came out with a, a new version of it. Everybody would turn around and go, well why didn't why haven't you guys done that? When are right. you doing your version of this? And and yet again they're chasing Apple because, because Apple does such a good job of getting like that, that customer it is a pivot. piece of it. It's Absolutely. a pivot.
0: Yes? I mean they're yeah. really, they're saying, "Whoop, never mind. We worked really hard to get the pro market. Right. They got they got Walter Merch, you know, in their pocket and worked damn hard and got a lot of people going for it. And now they're going to say, eh, maybe not so much.
3: Maybe, but, but you know, I, I don't know if they're going. I don't we know don't if know. they're going to outright give up on the high end market. I think that I think that they're going to change a bunch of things, streamline a bunch of things, and I think that some people are going to feel like they don't have what they wanted. And we're this is all speculation, of course. We have no idea what they're going to do. But the, but the, but I, I also think that it does. If they go after the middle of the market, it is an opportunity for companies like Avid and Adobe to really focus on that high end market right. and make sure that they're. They're able to serve that market because that's going to be very competitive between the two of them. Because right now, what's been happening is, is Avid's just been losing ground every year to Final Cut. Right? right? You know, So I think there's an opportunity there. Avid's never really understood the consumer market, I don't think. Um, and so I think that, uh, but I think the danger is, is if you look at iMovie, and iMovie started to, you know, the first new version didn't make any sense at all. The second version started to it add a lot, lot of more. Sense. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And what you're looking at is a gradual rebuild of the video editing tools. And you think the same thing maybe for Final Cut? So I think maybe we see one, that if, if, if this looks like a step back, and we don't know if it's going to look like a step back. But, but remember what like they did that. with iMovie?
0: Uh, they they continued to offer the I move, the or, 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 or earlier version yeah. for those
3: who wanted it for right. a while, so Final Cut Studio continues to sell for a while. Well, and I can tell, I, 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 I think that there's a high probability that we will continue to be using Final Cut. Final Cut that we have in our office. Right. I and mean, we're a Final Cut shop. Uh, I got Final five Cut or six copies. For another that year. I, uh, got, yeah. I think I've got 30 copies. That's a, <laughs> a lot. I'm, of I'm not going to change all of those tomorrow. But yeah. I will say, if, if, it, if it does do the stuff that we need it to do, I'd be really excited about being 100 bucks each. <laughs> right. Because I don't want to buy the whole suite when because is, most when of is my it? guys don't use motion. Or, right. I mean, you know, when, is the, um, when is the meeting? The meeting is tonight at 7 o'clock. So we'll know. Uh, you're not streaming it. Uh, We're not allowed to stream it. Uh, We will, I will be uh, uh, probably posting stuff to to Pro Video Coalition. Live blog, Yeah, and uh, and then I will, and then we have This Week in Media tomorrow afternoon on this desk. uh, Right. In the the afternoon, and we'll be talking about.
2: Which I think I'm on with you. Yes, That'll be a big show, big show to talk
3: about
0: uh, what happened to Final Cut, if anything at all. Yeah, and and,
3: and maybe it'll look just the same. I I think that 64-bit multi-threaded is a given. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that They have to do that. I think that, but, and I think that's going to make a huge difference if, for a lot of people.
2: If it's not there, then it really becomes, what have you guys been doing?
3: <laughs> yeah, what what are you up well, to? And what worries people is, is that they did lay off a lot of people on the Final Cut team. So you're kind of like... Did they? Uh, oh, a yeah. couple months, six months ago. You know, and so wow. you're kind of in this and moved a lot of people around. A lot of people from right. the Final the, Cut team are moved to... A lot of the
2: product managers changed. They went over to the iTunes Music Store, I believe. Wow. Uh, and the, but that, that was even think. a while ago in yeah, yeah, life, That so. all
3: happened in the fall. The... Uh, What's w- a, do
2: you have a sh-
0: projected ship date for a new Final Cut? Any idea? Is there a special time that you... I mean, wouldn't they announce it today? I, would, I mean, this seems like the good time to do
3: it. I think they're going to talk about it. I, I think that they're going to do it some... I think they're going to ship it sometime before the uh, uh, WWDC. And you think they'll unbundle? I think they're going to unbundle. Andy does not. And Annie does I don't not. think
2: they'll unbundle, but I think you're right. I, I, think, it, I think it's got to be within four to six weeks of today. And it wouldn't even surprise and an me if it was... I think it. I think that would be. And what? Okay. What's your price on store? the App Store?
0: If you, what, what's that? What's the price you're, you're looking for? You said ninety nine. Oh, no. no well, you said ninety nine.
3: I said. I said. I think all the individual apps will bring ninety nine or less.
0: So they'll unbundle everything, and but you'll have to buy it piecemeal.
2: And, and what is it right now? What's the twelve
0: twelve ninety nine for everything? Right. Drop it at nine ninety nine for the whole thing. You can sell something on the App Store for a thousand bucks. What do you think, Alex?
3: Well, you know, I would say that they don't want to give up the 30%. Oh, wait. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they have, don't to. have to. <laughs> so, I mean, one of the challenges people have talked about with the, with the App Store is that uh, there's 50 gigs of imp- information that comes with your current Final Cut. You know, like right. when you buy those I discs, have to
0: say, even downloading right. the 5 or 4 or 5 gigabyte Xcode every time they do it is, on a is an incredible yeah. pain in the keister. not so, happy about it.
3: So, but I have to admit that as someone who's lost their Final Cut disc, it's nice. I am really excited Updates. about the idea that I can just hit update because, yep. uh, well, not only update, but reinstall. And, on any it. machine.
0: Yes. Uh, because the license model is very interesting for uh, the App Store, too. I yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I, you can't go too low because you don't want somebody like you who has 30 Final Cut licenses paying 99 bucks and
3: installing it in 30 machines. The problem with that, of course, is that means everybody would have to log in as me. <laughs> you know, like, right. You know, that you, you could, you could do So, it you a create a new as account. As well. You create a Pixel Core account
0: that's only for that purpose. Are, Are you, you telling that right that you him how to, to cheat? Yeah. Okay. That's
3: not cheating. It's
0: legal.
2: That's what
3: Apple wants you to do. Until you know they, they
2: fix that
0: loophole. Well, <laughs> I don't, I mean, don't think it's just, a loophole. I think that's their intent.
3: Because uh, everybody still has the largest dongle in the world, The Mac.
0: Right. You know, so the world's you know, you know. largest
3: dongle. <laughs> I think we have a show title. <laughs> We're going to take a break.
0: Andy Beach is with us, he's chief evangelist for Seawell and a compression expert. Uh, Alex Lindsay, of course, from the Pixel Corps, is here. We are doing MacBreak Weekly Live from the show floor at the National Association of Broadcasters Show in Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. And, you know, every time I do one of these things, I wish we had GoToMeeting. We could just come here via GoToMeeting. I wouldn't have to be here. We could just do it all. GoToMeeting eliminates all that online travel, makes it easy to have uh, meetings on the phone. It couldn't be easier to set up. In fact, if you go right now to GoToMeeting.com, Click the Try It Free button and use MacBreak as the offer code. You can try it free for 30 days. You will have it installed before I am done talking. You don't need to call the IT department. You don't need to do port forwarding. Nothing. It's just there. It's easy. And now anytime you hit the road, you got your iPad, that free GoToMeeting app, your Mac, your PC, any computer you're using. You can log on to your GoToMeeting account, have a 128-bit SSL encrypted connection. It's like a VPN to your computer. Oh, I'm sorry. That's go to my PC. This is go to meeting. (laughs) That's a good thing too, by the way. Go to meeting. Very similar. Actually, the the reason I get confused sometimes is the back end is is pretty much the same thing. It's remote access, but how do you use it? Go to meeting. Same thing. Go right now to gotomeeting.com. Click the try it free button. Put in the offer code
3: MACBREAK. Again, in in fact, you could do all of them. (laughs) All of <laughs> I, I don't know how we could run our business without go to meeting. Go to meeting is morning. amazing. I mean, it's just, we, have, we have so many meetings. Uh, so we have classes and meetings and all kinds of things that are all happening uh, online, and we are spread out all over the world. I mean, that's I have people amazing. that I work with that I've never actually met in person.
0: Yeah, we uh, we don't, you know people often say, "Well, let's have a conference call." We said, well, "Well, In fact, I know Lisa now just writes, "Well, we'll do a GTM," and assumes everybody knows that's so a go to meeting. Oh yeah, I got the GTM for you. But we do. In the company, we all know. Yeah, That means you're going to have a a conference call number if you want. There's a meeting bridge. It's all built in, part of the package. VoIP as well. If you're on a computer that has a sound card and a microphone, you you can use that for the conference. Of course, you get the, the presenter's screen, but you can share your screen. You'll start your meeting in seconds. Everyone can join it in seconds. You don't have to jump through hoops to meet, and that's important if you're trying to pitch clients. Couldn't be easier. In fact, your clients will be impressed. They'll say, oh, this is nice. I'd like to use this if they don't already know about it. And you just tell them, oh, no problem. Go to Meeting.com. Click the Try It Free button. Use the promo code MACBREAK. Do tell all your clients and friends. Use the promo code MACBREAK. That's how Alex makes Alex very happy.
3: It when does. you do that. It makes me feel so special. Go
0: to Meeting.com. Promo code MACBREAK. We love it. We wish you'd try it. So, big announcement out of Cisco. They're closing the Flip. Operation. No more flip cams. Firing five hundred fifty people. They just acquired this less than a year ago. When
3: they did, we were all like, "What are they going to do with it? What are they thinking?" And it turns out, they weren't thinking.
0: They weren't thinking. What's happened? Is it because nobody's buying a flip
2: cam? Is it because everybody has an iPhone? Is this is better than a flip cam? What? I think there's there's two things there. I mean, everybody has at this point pretty good cameras in their phone. Like my my iPhone. As good as a flip cam definitely as good as a flip cam, but like until you get into, like I used to carry, when I travel for work, I used to carry a little digital camera, like one of the little ones, like a quick one to take photos of everything so I can remember it as just note taking. And that went away when I got the iPhone 3GS because finally that camera was good enough that I didn't need two devices. exactly, And so now for that lower end market, all that stuff went away because now the video is even good enough for all those things that I want. So, so it was already eroding because of that. But then, why is Cisco in that business? Like that is such a weird. Well, that was a strange. When they bought thing. them, it was such a it's such a consumer yeah. device, and they're not uh, ultimately a consumer company when well, it comes. They basically to that. admitted they made
0: a mistake. I guess. I mean, when well, uh, they tried,
3: there was a lot of they didn't. It wasn't for not trying. They, they, they pushed it. Oh, they were well, on advertising. That. I mean, it was it was all over San Francisco. It was like you know for the flip, and and I, I think that
0: I love those ads. Remember those great ads that they ran where they actually used people's actual videos. And they showed them and they said, made with a flip. I thought that was an excellent campaign. If that couldn't sell them, it's not for lack you're right, it's not for lack of marketing or ability to market. What I was surprised interest. at is
3: I thought that given that it was Cisco, we were going to see them take, oh, this is a great little easy-to-use camera, and right. we're going to add networking capabilities. We're going right. to add some way that you can uh, stream from this. Uh, and, and that's what I thought right. we were going to see coming. Well, we and like- as
2: someone who, like, you know, I do things with Cisco. I meet with them. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, they're going to take this consumer technology, and they're going to put it into the infrastructure. And they're going to find some really cool way to use this thing in, in an infrastructure
3: like we've never thought before. And they didn't know. <laughs> and maybe they thought maybe, no. and, and we we never know why I mean it, it could have been that some of the technical things that they thought they could do once they started digging into it they just couldn't couldn't make the team. yeah maybe that's
0: it you think that they wanted to make it better but they couldn't
3: uh, you know sometimes things work really well but then you open up the you open it
0: up and there's a lot of spaghetti yeah. you know,
3: Spaghetti pieces in there. Right. You're not exactly I, sure. I how think it's
0: just done. killed. It's killed by, the, by, by smartphones with great cameras. It's killed by still cameras with great, uh, great video. Um, I mean, if you have a decent, if you have a still camera, almost any still camera, you've got better, again, better recording than a flip right. cam is going to give you. Why would you buy a flip cam? I bought a flip cam for my kid two years ago. This should have been the writing on the wall. He never used it. Yeah.
3: I have two of them. I don't use it.
0: It seems like a good idea. It seems like you're something you're going to use a lot. Right. And then you don't. Look at coffees magically appearing. It's That's like Cousin Incredible! Inn. The hand just comes in. Isn't that great?
1: That's amazing. You should get
0: one I of those just, in your office. I was just Absolutely. thinking, I really need a hand. coffee right now. The magic coffee hand has appeared. Thank you, Lin Fu, the great Lin Fu. We have, I have, I just, I don't know. I, I just feel like we have such a great team here. And this is, and the broadcast is looking so good. We, you know, when when we were invited to be here at the National Association of Broadcasters, I said, well, wait a minute. You know, first of all, broadcasters, twits you know i mean we're the anti-broadcaster right we're streaming on the internet uh you know we're everything they're not so i was a little surprised they were even interested i guess it shows that they have some you know forethought about what's happening in the industry but then i thought but but we're gonna look crappy and then we'll be embarrassed and it looks great (laughs) so so we had roger ambrose who's our creative guy is doing the new set he did a beautiful booth for us We've got the uh, TriCaster HD 850, which has given us really great high-def video. We're just using the standard uh, JVC uh, HD camcorders. These are, I don't know, about uh, 2000 bucks to get. But we have HD video because of the
2: new TriCaster. Um, I was here at CES, and I was pretty impressed by what you were able to do then. Like, I thought that was great, and I was blown away when I saw this getting set up.
0: I just felt the pressure because we're at the NAV show. I, I felt the amazing. pressure to do this. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's funny because people come up to me. We have monitors down here on the steps and we got people watching and uh, the monitor says you know listen. we don't have a speaker because we don't want to get feedback we said listen on your smartphone at live.twit.tv and uh, people have been coming up to me saying is that what it looks like in the studio <laughs> <laughs> and I there's our there's our booth there's our booth uh, we got it's just a. It, y- yeah whoa <laughs> whoa uh, yeah just I'm really I'm really pleased with, uh, with uh, what they've been able to do so thank you Lynn and Eileen and Gosh, the whole crew of people that uh, put such work into this. Um, I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but uh, there you go. You got coffee. At at NAB, I got coffee, that's right. He was so happy to get coffee. I was so happy to get coffee. Off we went. I should do a Starbucks commercial for free, just just because I'm so happy to get coffee. I love you, Starbucks.
2: I love you. I'm sorry, we didn't get you anything, Andy. Are you okay? You know what? I'm so (laughs) over-caffeinated. I didn't know that was
3: possible. As many people watching (laughs) the show have noticed.
2: We
0: know. Uh, Let's move on to... uh, There aren't, you know, as usual, uh, the big story is waiting for Apple to say something, (laughs) is the big story. Isn't that always the way? Um, There is an interesting story coming out of Amazon this morning. They've announced one more Kindle, uh, one that's so low-priced
3: it's almost free.
0: It's almost free. I think that's where they're headed. It's an ad-supported Kindle. Actually, it's only twenty-five bucks less than the Wi-Fi. So instead of one hundred thirty-nine bucks, it's one hundred fifteen dollars.
3: Are they just kind of just slowly trying to creep that? Direction? I think that's. I think yeah. that's How what they're How much they money can do? we get in this layer before we go
0: down to the next? Layer. And do you right. blame them? Because ultimately, don't they make their money uh, from the books, not the Kindle? So they'd love to get a Kindle at cost into your hands. I don't know what we don't know what the cost of the Kindle is. I think we now know it's it's somewhere around one hundred fifteen dollars. <laughs> uh, they they say the ads will never appear in the book, which I think would be a big yeah. negative. Yeah, you're reading you know War and Peace, and all of a sudden it says you know you have erectile so dysfunction.
2: Now is that the three G and the Wi Fi capable? Just Wi Fi. Just Wi Fi.
0: Okay. And it will be, uh, you know, on the front, on the homepage, the front screen, uh, presumably the boot screen will have some ads. And I think, look, it's a $25 discount. Obviously, they don't expect to make a lot of money on ads on the thing. Uh, But they're subsidizing it as much as, a little bit anyway, as much as they can, uh, so that you can get a cheaper Kindle and buy more books from Amazon. It's a rev... You know, we had Jerry Pornell, who's a science fiction author on Twit on Sunday, and uh, an interesting guy because he... Only, you know he and Cory Doctorow get in fights over you know openness about giving away books and so forth he said no i want to make money from my books he has gotten the ebook religion and it's thanks to amazon uh, he says he can now you know they don't you, maybe you'll sell 10,000 units but you keep all the money you don't right. you don't have to you know amazon takes its 30% but you get you get so much more than you'd get from a publisher um, and he says it's very easy to publish. So he can take existing material and republish it, old columns. We actually got Dvorak to say uh, he was going to take his old uh, columns this week and make them available as ebooks on Amazon. But it's different. It's, it, it's not ebooks in general. Jerry said, we tried ebooks just in general. This is Amazon ebooks.
3: Well, I'm, even, uh, I, I'm still buying stuff on Kindle. You know I mean? I, and I have an iPad, I don't have a Kindle. Well, me too. Right, because well, a lot of times that's the availability. That's what's but even if it's uh, even if there are other ways to get it, it's just so easy to get it that way. It is, and, and I didn't. I think Amazon said that they're now selling more ebooks than they are physical books. Yeah, yeah, they, they made that yep. move last year. So, um, and we talked about this a little bit. This was
0: uh, this was the thesis um, from Paul Theron on Windows Weekly that Amazon is making the move, that they're now the big they're now the big dog, even maybe bigger than Apple. For books. for Not just for books. For cloud storage, don't forget. Mm-hmm. For music sales. We,
3: last week, we just finished moving a, a huge chunk of our online stuff to uh, Amazon. Uh, cloud drive? Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that there is something going on
0: here. Uh, and I think it's, uh, it's interesting to watch Amazon and Google, arguably Apple, as the, as the big three moving the technology industry in a very dramatic direction. We're here at the National Association of Broadcasters show, Thunderbolt. Uh, we, you told me, Alex, wait till NAB. <laughs> wait till the NAB show, and Thunderbolt will come into its own. Well, here it is.
3: Really? Yeah. What so have you seen? So um, we're starting to see Thunderbolt everywhere, or people talking about the fact that they have Thunderbolt-enabled applications or technology previews. Over at AJA, uh, they have, obviously, the, the little IO Express, which is your SDI and you know video inter- interface, um, they have a technology preview of it, of course, working on Thunderbolt instead of an Express card. Now, what that means is, in the field, I no longer have to have a 17-inch um, uh, MacBook Pro just to connect a big video camera. I can use a 13-inch. I can, you know, it, it, it changes that process. You could use well,
0: what has Thunderbolt now? Just the uh, the new MacBooks? The new MacBooks, but presumably a mini will come. So I'm going to guess mini.
3: that that by once again might be a good WC choice. choice. By WWDC, I think it'll we're going to see an, all of them. Right. I, think, yeah. I think you'll it'll have iMacs, right. Mac Pros, and I, I just think every that they new have rev, to. It'll,
2: it'll be the thing that gets added. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. I think
3: that is, that is the upgrade for the hardware wow. coming over the next six, six to eight weeks. So, the, the, um, so anyway, so um, Blackmagic already has theirs running. So they, have a, they have What's a interesting
0: interface. to me is it's not to a hard drive. Because, you know, that's what we initially said oh, well, this will be a way to connect fast hard drives. This is connecting other stuff.
3: It's connecting anything that needed a lot of bandwidth. I mean, anything nice. that needed three gigabits, right? Well, up to ten gigabits. Wow. So, so a lot of these are three gigabit devices, but th- what they were using before was uh, USB three. A lot of them were using USB three, and they needed to have something that was uh, going to be, uh, you know, faster than FireWire eight hundred. I think that's yeah, How right? many
2: things can you connect together? Because you can daisy chain Thunderbolt seven right? total.
3: Seven. Nice. Okay. So you and and most of these devices so it's kind of like FireWire in that regard. Yeah, there's a yeah. certain limit to that. And I don't know whether that there was some talk about whether they're not really using the optical cabling right now. They're using uh, copper cabling, which I right. think might be limiting the number of things that you can connect to it. Yeah, they couldn't
0: get, apparently couldn't get the optical working. That was the original plan, and that was what the high speed was going to be. But the so I
3: think they're getting the high speed, but I think that what they're not getting is you can't bounce speeds, it as many times. Right. The, uh, we yeah. are seeing some crazy fast drives. You know, uh, I think GTEC is showing a technology, Sonnet. Um, other, so the hard drives that we talked about. So we about, are seeing those. Those are definitely coming out. But well, um, I think
0: it's interesting that it's more than just hard drives. that it's, That is it's right. other things, cameras and switchers. And well, I think that there's, there's, a, there's a possibility. a really an external PCI Express bus, basically, is what it is. And the fact that it can be out there on a cable. How long
3: can that cable go? I don't know what the distance is. I don't know, what I, don't, I, don't know what, I, I don't think it's that long. But I don't think it's uh, well. If
0: it's seven feet, with seven connections, seven connections, seven connection, and say, but say like
3: firewire, say a three meter. Yeah, or that's plenty of that's plenty a long, of distance that's a long to get. Run. Yeah. Yeah, the well, you have to remember that when you're thinking about that distance, it's all cumulative. So if you're connecting seven devices and each one has a, four, right, you're pulling. Ah, you have to start thinking about the length ah, of the cable between total, each one because right. that that's apparently.
0: La C has a five daisy chain here at their booth. Five hard drives daisy chain. At
3: well, and, and I think that you get to a point where uh, you get a laptop. I think the big thing that this opens up for Apple is you get a laptop that just has that one connector. Like, that connector connects to yeah. your hard drive. You, like, the monitor, imagine being able everything. to sit down, pop that one little cable in, and now you're connected to your monitor, your, your, your network, your, um, your hard drives. Everything is all just that one little connector. So, there's, n- there's no array on the side right. of your computer anymore. There's just, right.
2: like, docking just got easier. <laughs> wow.
3: And I, wow. And there's rumors that they're going to, there's rumors that they figured out how, some way to put it into the power adapter.
0: Like, the next version. So, so is, it's right now, it's in the mini DisplayPort.
3: Right. There's now rumors. you're
0: saying putting in the MagSafe adapter. There's rumors that there is a, that they've been
3: applying for for patents. So you have a splitter that goes to the power, of the AC. Yeah, you just, you just plug it in and then it, and then you have a little box. Why would you do that though? What's the advantage oh, of doing it you know, Apple? They don't like connectors. So the whole thing is is that
0: So your monitor and your and your power. Mm, I don't know if like, I like that. And I don't really want to have 120 volts AC on my well, that's same not. cable that I 60 hertz line. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, no, but that's not but that's that's getting your power is twelve volts by the time it gets to your computer, right? So I mean it's Oh okay. So it's um right. it's D C twelve it's DC. volts. Okay. But the uh, um Still uh, the other end of that wire is connected to a <laughs>
0: 120 volts AC. Right,
3: right. <laughs> but imagine that—that's just connected to your monitor. Your monitor's connected to everything else, and you're getting full so. The speed idea is
0: you only have
2: maybe
3: even one your or two USB connectors. ports. You have one connector that's everything. Well, and, and everything at home is all just plugged into your
2: uh, right. Whatever that device, you have a brick basically that's the other side of it. It's right. the and it could be a brick, or it could just be your monitor. I mean, our monitors, monitors could monitor have right.
3: FireWire, USB, uh, you know, another Audio another uh, 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 right. Thunderbolt connector. All those things could be along, um, along one of those, and you just simply pop it into your computer and you're connected to everything. And you don't have to, uh, i got to plug all this stuff Right. In. All
0: right. I'm buying it. Could so you document it, these Except for the Apple, AC please? thing. I want to have two. I want, I want one <laughs> AC. <laughs> I think that's a long way away. I think if they do that, that would be a long way away. Really? But, yeah, but I, I
3: think that they could. Because I, I I'll tell you,
0: they may not like connectors, but I don't like dongles. I don't want to carry a big ass dongle in my briefcase so I can have a USB port. Right. Right. Right? That's a disadvantage. Totally. Look okay, at, come on, it's pretty sweet. Just having that air with just a f- couple of ports there, we got everything we need right there. It's good. What more
3: do we need? So, how big is the hard drive? Are the hard drives we're seeing here? How, how uh, G G Force? How big? Uh, are the the C, largest you know? one I think I saw was the Sonnet. Sonnet had a had a. S- it's a RAID. RAID, RAID 5 is like array. it's like uh, seven drives or eight. Dri- I think eight drive RAID that was um, you know any any way you wanted and and plugged in right. via that. So right. it's a. Um, I think that was the the biggest one, I, the biggest one I've seen with Thunderbolt so far. But are I think any, we're see are are
0: any PC manufacturers doing Thunderbolt, or is it just an Apple thing? Is a chat room? Is anybody in the PC space doing that? They're all they're all they're, they're all excited all about, about USB three point right.
3: They're still they're still living in the past. Let me tell you. Well, um, that's been a long, a long time uh, push back and forth. This is the USB versus FireWire? USB versus? Elizabeth you really should. wanted USB three, right? I, mean, that was I really way. wanted a fast I connection. think forget right. it now because it's not peer to peer. Someone asked me, they're like, you, you were talking about USB 3. I'm like, I'm done with USB right. so 3. You, you just know, wanted the speed. I just, wanted, I just wanted, the, I wanted to be able to connect large cameras to a 13-inch laptop. Right. That's, I mean, that's what I want. Gotcha. And USB 3 was the conduit to do that. And now I have a better conduit. I'm past it. All the PC guys
0: are saying, USB 3 is living in the past. What are you talking about? We don't even have it yet. <laughs> well, we have it, but
3: it Isn't that everywhere. the problem? Yes.
0: <laughs> the past comes quicker
3: than ever, my friends. Yes. Right? Tomorrow is the past in some places. Well, but I think that's one of the challenges. I mean, that's all we, the, the constant advantage that Apple has is they can make that decision and just do it. The problem right. is, is that Intel on the, on the PC side can sit there and talk about Thunderbolt, and then they have to slowly persuade all these PC manufacturers to slowly right. add those functionalities. And Apple just says, yeah, we'll do it. And then within three, six months, it's on every computer that Apple makes. All right. Well, remember the FireWire lesson, though. I mean, they
0: got adoption, and then they kind of.
3: Yeah, but I'll, but then I, it kind of came back. Too. I guess I would argue. Well, number one is I think that the reason that Apple lost adoption was Apple. A- Apple actually, uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to get myself in trouble, but it's ten years old. So, um, so like, the you know he Apple, doesn't
0: know anything. He's just speculating. Of course.
3: So Apple. Um,
0: Go ahead, speculate away. Don't don't
3: say anything; that's going to get you in trouble. No, no, I won't say it. it the um, Apple uh, so f- when they started FireWire, there it, was no, I, there was I see no it's very fees. it's very
0: analogous because FireWire was created by Intel with Apple, right? As has
3: Thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. And what Apple did there was formally no, Light Peak. When they began, there was an option to charge licensing fees, but they didn't. They didn't, and everybody incorporated it into everything. But they right. did
0: retain the right to the name, what which no. meant all the PC manufacturers had to call it Alt- IEEE
3: thirteen ninety four. but but then Apple started charging licensing fees oh. for PCs. Not for the cameras, oh, but for the PCs. Oh, not good. That's what killed $2. it. $2. That's what killed and it. And what changed is is that you then had um, it changed the, the end price. The, the, right. The right. end price was by $50. And right. in, an, in a world that uh, everything is, you know, you that razor sharp, what they did is that's why all these, so all these PC manufacturers yep. stopped using Firewire. As they started using it and they stopped installing it automatically. You had to buy an extra card for that. But the thing is, is that well, here's what's important for Apple, though, from home video and video, is that all these cameras had FireWire built into them. Right. And that, happen- that stayed for a long Briefly. time. So if you want to connect your you camera... You had to have an Apple. You had to have a Mac. Yeah. So in the end of the 90s, early 2000s, when, yep. when everyone was starting to get these FireWire cameras, the only thing that you could easily plug it into was a Mac. And that's where it became like, if you want to do video, you've got to use a Mac, right. because otherwise, ugh, PCs, it actually turned drivers out. drivers... It probably turned out to be a very good move for Apple. Some people argue that they did that on purpose. They didn't, yeah. they didn't want the money. They, what they, they wanted, wanted to, to do it. was, was to, to, is yeah. to get a two- or three-year advantage, kill which it is on exactly the what they got. And they did.
0: You know. and and then, but, but we're living in such a different world. That's 10 years ago. Now we're living in a world where they want to re, re, redo fire, uh, Final Cut Pro so that it's more for consumers. They've right. abandoned Firewire completely. Uh, We're trying to camcorders. A lot up. of us throw, throw have from. also abandoned FireWire. Well, there's
3: one camera left,
0: hv Forty, and then, mm-hmm. and that's out of that's kind of out of them off the market, right? It's still there. They're still selling. They
3: it. keep on saying they're going to get rid of it, but yeah, I think we Canon.
0: Keep, we keep buying them
3: because it's, it's the Canon, only one. It's the only one that you can connect to a, a FireWire connection. But the problem is that you're still stuck with tape. Yeah. You, know, you have to. You, yeah. There's no there's solid no state solid recorder. State. Yeah. Um, Scooter X says FireWire is not
0: abandoned. It's not. It's not. It's not.
3: Well, okay. Yes, it is. It's on. It hasn't been kicked off the back of the caboose, but it's sitting right on the ledge. <laughs> well, and I'm sad because
0: uh, it, it's a, it, it died before we had a, a real replacement. Right. No,
3: the 800 connector was never for prime time, in my opinion. I mean, the 800 speed is what we wanted, but we that have connector all these burns firewire out. Firewire cables lying around with the 800 connector. I know, but the the, the connector. A- 800 connector burns out. We've Does had it? lots of failures with it. We've had lots of you know. It's Mine not, never
2: stay connected. The you know. the 800 is the one that will always pull out of a device. Mm-hmm. I really can always get a it six. It falls pen. out. Yeah. Oh, and uh, like the slightest you wiggle, look at it and it goes, oh, just. I give up. I didn't really want to be connected. Which is very painful when you're it's transferring. It's extremely big files. painful, <laughs> right at the end. Yeah.
0: So is Thunderbolt the uh, the be all and end all, or is? The, I mean, there are other. There's fiber channel, and uh, yeah, so but they're really expensive.
3: That's, right. That's crazy expensive. I mean, that's well. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I think that I think Thunderbolt for the mid. Right, low to. I mean, I didn't see line. a lot of Thunderbolt stuff out there. It's only been out there. It's for early, weeks. Right. early days. It's really, it just three weeks. Days. Has it been three weeks since they announced God, it? Or my
2: or maybe brain is nonexistent. So It's a little more than that, but it's 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 such early days. I I think it's one that that it's definitely going to get some traction, though. I mean, that's a it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, Every like storage it. company that yeah. I talk to out there, I mean, everyone right.
3: making medium size, they're talking like, about it. They're, they storage, don't have one.
2: It will definitely start with storage, which is kind of what FireWire did, and then. But I think Apple I think doesn't the display make will pick it up. a I computer with an, an
0: external SATA, an eSATA. You can get you can add an eSATA no, to your Mac yeah. Pro. No,
3: they're going to tell you. That, they're going to tell you that the answer is Thunderbolt. Right. Thunderbolt. You
0: know what's funny is there's actually what an it would be Sata. sad is a continued bifurcation between the PC and the Mac world because PCs are eSATA and USB three. And Apple, I I could see now the writings on the wall. And you'll never see either
3: on a on a Mac Macintosh. No, absolutely, not. You'll, not. you'll see Thunderbolt. Yeah. What, what what's interesting is is that the, you know that there's an eSATA port on a Mac Pro. I know, I've used right. it. You get a behind. It's like, yeah. it's like hidden. behind the the fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. You dig way in there and you pop. Little I've used in it. That's um, really we, annoying. <laughs> I know. It's annoying it, it, It's worse to know that they put it on the board, but just didn't give you access, and then just right. didn't. Yeah. Put it somewhere. else. Sort of
0: somebody uh, sells let's yeah. see somebody sells a little uh, yeah. well, There's a it's couple just of an extender just a couple of basically. Yeah. Right. It just doesn't do anything. It just extends it so you can reach it. Right. There are th- and somebody in the chat from saying this you could theoretically do Thunderbolt USB 3, Thunderbolt ESAT, All yeah. of that's capable. It's not there's nothing that prevents you from doing
3: that. You could have a Thunderbolt on one side and yeah, and just an EC Like you could make it a little cable. You know, problem right.
0: connect. It right. So So Thunderbolt cool. could be a universal solution. Do we know if Apple is charging a license fee for
3: it? We don't know. I don't think they they are. are. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) yet.
0: If you're a PC manufacturer, you're saying, yeah, sure. First one's always free. Sure. Sure, I'll buy that. All right. We're talking about Macs. Believe it or not, we are. We haven't said a word about the iPhone. It's true. It's a shock. We're talking about Macs and more on MacBreak Weekly. Live from the NAB show in Las Vegas, Nevada, Alex has been trying to get me to go to NAB for years. You finally got me Aren't you here. having fun? I'm having a blast.
3: It's a fun show. You know show. what's nice? It's, it's a toys. Co-
0: it's, it's toys.
3: Yep. Have you been to the Central Hall? That's yeah. all the real toys are. And yeah. as I
0: wander down, it's like, I, in fact, Liz, I was going walking around with Liz, and she said, you need an Amazon wish list for broadcast mm. supply gear. <laughs> she said, people would buy you stuff. She said, I would like a Jimmy Jib. Did you see uh, the Johnny I Jibs? Like, I did.
3: Right outside? Between yeah. here? Yeah. I would like one I of those. we should get one. Well, how much are they? Fifteen grand? No, no, no. They have one with a remote head for $6,800. Okay. We'll split it. Yeah, I'll split it. Yeah. Okay. It's done. It's done. Can you put, can you put an EX-1 on there? And, yeah.
0: And then you use the joysticks? Uh-huh. It's got the joysticks. Mm-hmm.
3: It's got the weights. It's got the whole thing.
0: You know, poor Brent. We, Brent was walking around. You know, the shot that you sh- we show you every once in a while of the booth. I finally figured out how Brent's doing that. He's putting an EX-1 on a really long pole. There it is. He's got it on a pole. He walks around with a pole.
3: Now, if he, he does had, very, very, he's he very good. Just think of what, what he, he could do.
0: If he had a jib, we could have swooping shots going all around. It'd be Brent, great.
3: And it's Brent, Brent and I looked at that together.
0: And then I also would like the Segway
3: Steadicam. Mm. It's a Steadicam on a Segway. Expensive. I know I want it. Today, s- this afternoon, I'm putting on one of the Steadicam has a jib on a Steadicam. <laughs> I'm putting it on. You I'm lie. Gonna on. No, no, I'm going to put you it on. You lie. I'm going to put it on. Okay, so I should explain what a
0: jib is. It, it's, first of all, a steady cam is a rig that you strap on, and then you hold the camera, and it holds it steady. A jib on a steady cam would be a crane attached to your chest. be like I'm, a big pole I'm coming out of your forehead. No, you're lying. There's no such thing.
3: Betcha, betcha, betcha. betcha.
0: I'm putting ah, This it on. is a big old April Fool's joke. This is something like Think Geek with it. All right, all right, I believe you. You don't have to show me. He's pulling it up on his iPhone. Hey, I mentioned the iPhone. This show brought to you by our good friends at FreshBooks. If you are in business for yourself, if you're a consultant, if you need to send out invoices, you know, I don't have to tell you what a pain in the keister it is. Uh, It's just no fun. And the upshot of that, well, uh, you don't do it, or you do it late, and that means what? You don't get paid, or you don't get paid on time. FreshBooks makes it actually actively fun to send out invoices, I know, because... I started using it. I've been invoicing for years. Uh, I started using it uh, in 2004 when they started. Amber MacArthur told me about them because they're a Toronto company. I said, "Yeah, that's what I need." It was when it started. It was a very Web 2.0. It still is a beautiful Web 2.0 style site. You know, big letters and stuff. Easy, easy to figure out. Easy to use. You upload your logo to them, uh, and you invoice people. They do it by email. Uh, but, of course, you can always have invoices printed and stamped. For some of the uh, older, bigger companies that I invoiced, I would always get a printed invoice because I knew that they would want to see it on paper. But, you know, when you're working with people who can handle email, and I guess by now everybody can, it's so great because there's a pay me now button on that. They, p- they get the email. They press the button. That's they the can, best. It's so cool. They can use a credit card. or, or uh, They have 11 different electronic payment services, and you get paid right away. And you might say, oh, I don't want to be pushy on that. Let me tell you. You know, nine times out of ten, the company just wants to get you out of there. its not that they don't want to give you the money. It's not that they're holding on to the money. It's just a pain. They have to do the same thing that you have to do for invoicing. They've got to do you know do all their you know send out all their bills and stuff. They print out checks. They can press a button. They're going to do it. There's even better. They can set up automatic payments. You can set up automatic invoices. The whole thing. Let the computers handle it. Thanks to FreshBooks, I love it. FreshBooks.com. They did do a survey a couple of years ago of their customers. And they said on average they get paid two weeks faster when they use FreshBooks
3: because they're actually doing the invoices. Yeah, that's right. the, that.
0: yeah they're doing them. That yeah. might that might be it right there. So that's you, how you get paid. You like me too, like. Oh. Carly like, oh. does the invoicing now, though,
3: right? Oh, yeah. Carly does the invoicing now. But, but when I was doing it, it was like, oh, I get around no. to it. And I can't find the format. I can't find the Word doc that had exactly. my, my thing. So I'm going to go find it. And then three weeks would go by. Now, if I you go, do, oh, t- I right. know
0: you don't do time and materials or time and hours. But if you do, they have an iPhone app that you just enter it in. And then when you press a button, it sends it over to the invoice. You get They have a web version of that as well. I mean, there's just a lot of features that make this the best. If you're a small business owner, a consultant, a freelancer, anybody who has to <clears throat> send out invoices, uh, by the way, free for the first three clients. So for a lot of us, that's enough. That's it. Free out the door. They are, uh, if you sign up today at FreshBooks.com, you'll be in a drawing for a weekly birthday cake giveaway. It doesn't have to be your birthday. They're pretty good.
3: Did you have a FreshBooks birthday cake? One, one, of, our, one of the guys in the office uses FreshBooks for to, for And us. he got a cake? He want a cake. And there nice. was a good cake. It showed up, but it was a good cake. I was like, I was like, like wow, they <laughs> really do send out these cakes. <laughs> That's really so yeah, good. Yeah, up. The whole office had it. It was great.
0: <laughs> I love that. Freshbooks.com. Sign up today. Absolutely free for the first three. Free for three. Uh, moving along in our very uh, truncated agenda, This app, I wish Apple would do more stuff. There's a new Steve Jobs bio coming out next not year. With. Wait a minute. It's the authorized Ooh. bio. Steve finally wants to tell his story. I think that's very interesting. A guy named Walter Isaacson. Do a Google on this guy. I'd like to know what he's done. I mean, Apple PR flack Walter Isaacson will be writing it. No, I don't know. I'm just making that up. Um, but that's, uh, I, think, I think, not surprising. In fact, I kind of predicted this when Steve got sick. I thought, you're going to see, he's going to want to tell his own story. Because they, right. they always hate these books, the other icon. He's got to leave that mark. But he, yeah, he wants his story told. Yeah. Uh, just like was, I was. I know Steve wants to tell his story. And, um, and I'm glad to hear that he, they've, they've, they've got a writer and they're going to start working on it right now. Uh, Strike it Rich is telling me that Walter Isaacson is famous for his biographies, So he's a well-known biographer. Do you know the word hagiography? The hey, that is a biography that is written uh, to be completely um, self-promoting and positive about oneself. Walter Isaacson is the president and CEO of the Aspen Institute. That can't be the same one. It is. He has been the chairman and CEO of CNN and the managing editor of Time. He wrote the Oh, he wrote a great book, Einstein, The Life of the Universe. That was an incredible book. Okay, okay. American Sketches, Benjamin Franklin, and Kissinger, a biography. So he's worked with sticky uh, (laughs) egotists before. So, no, this guy actually has a great uh, uh, CV. In fact, that, uh, that Einstein book was fantastic. What is so, Steve, so when is it coming out? Well, they're going to work on it next year. Okay. I mean, it'll be out next year, I guess. They're probably working on it right now. Do you think, you think Steve, thank you, my brain has once again come through in the lurch? In the lurch? The clutch. You should oh. have fixed that brain before I even said it. So, actually, it's interesting because this guy is a former businessman as well as a, uh, as a writer, so he's going to have some sympathy.
3: I'll be interested in listening to him.
0: Yeah, that's an audible right there, <laughs> a, for sure. I'm call an audible there. Do you, think, do you think he'll mention me in his bio?
3: Well, then I was out there speaking, and I looked out into the... <laughs> there was that I guy. Out, there was a guy with a laptop open, Skyping my... He's my bete noir. Hello, hundred. Leo. I see we meet again. And I chose to give him the stink eye.
0: You know it would be great? And I'd like to volunteer to do this right now. Audible, if you're listening. You'll read it? I will read it. And I will read it for free. <laughs> I want free. that. I'll read it in a Steve Jobs voice if you want. Whatever you want. Wouldn't I, that be I good? To take, you could see Steve Jobs just blow his top. <laughs> I would actually, I would love to hear the whole story from Steve's point of view. Because you know this guy is a master strategist. I mean, he really is brilliant. And to hear if, if and I hope, you know, we'll see how candid and, uh, you know, forthforth forth, uh, outspoken he is, but I would be very interested if he told the the real thinking. Well, let me tell you why I got mad at Adobe and had it and bought Final Cut. You know, if he really starts to tell those stories, sometimes somebody who's you know coming to the end of his life and really wants the truth
3: to be known, sometimes they are right. brutally. Honest. Like what really happened with the Microsoft deal? You know exactly. What, you know, what, when Bill Gates showed
0: really, up on that screen with a hundred million dollars, there was something else going on in the background. You bet. What? What, what, what was? There's that? so many tales he could tell. What yeah. would you like to know? What's secret? Andy, What secrets?
2: Well, I was actually just sitting here thinking that I don't really want a biographer to write it. I want Steve to write it on his iPhone as Steve mails. <laughs> nope. Yep. I just want it to yep. be like, you know, two-sentence uh, uh-huh. chapters. And then you know? I invented right. Apple. Adobe was dumb. Yep. I moved on next. <laughs> Microsoft was wrong.
0: Okay, when the biography comes out, you, you can just, write the parody. Right, I'll re-edit. <laughs> nope.
3: Adobe? Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you, Alex? Are there any secrets you would like to I I'm, like that Microsoft. That's I'm, a good one. I'm actually
3: one. really curious because I, I, you know, there's, been a, there's a lot of rumors around that there were a lot of other things going on there. And I lo- that's the thing that, to me, is mysterious. Because he came back in and pulled an awful lot of deals together really quickly. And I'm just it's, very well, He had just
0: rejoined the company, right, when yeah. that happened? Yeah. And they got a $100 million investment 150, from... $150, I think.
3: 150 and... Was a bunch of other stuff. And they got five-year promise on... On
0: office, office, which is still you know they're still doing office i mean it was the it's a big product for microsoft but remember bill gates up on that screen with that little smug smile and you know just looking at bill there was something going on behind there yeah that was an interesting deal well i hope that we can hope that this will be a uh, an honest biography steve jobs uh, uh also uh i guess it's from steve let me let me look at this uh, the source of this story um wi-fi syncing on an ipod using something called carbon fiber does this ring a bell with anybody Mm. Mm. let me see if i can find the find this story Uh, i saw i saw this i saw a link to it i think the chat room gave me this link let me go back we're kind of working blind here
3: i apologize it's a long show, we've been up here a lot We've been out of here a long, long log time uh... well, Future iPods may be made of carbon fiber and boast Wi-Fi syncing Yes, is this, uh, a, is this, this a, is a rumor or was it no, stimulated it, by a, a rumor. leak? Rumor Here it is, from the from Leander
0: Connie in the Cult of Mac Thank you, chatroom, uh, for that story See, you guys have iPads, you're smart I'm I'm trying to do this on the iPad Junior.
3: I almost start. I started trying to do it on the on the on the on the iPhone, and I looked over at Andy's. And I'm like, what am I thinking?
0: <laughs> I left everything in the room. I don't I don't know. Apple is prototyping iPods with carbon fiber cases. Uh, they Leander says Steve is keen to bring wireless syncing to iPods this year. He ought to be because all. Why are we not? Why not? Everything right. else did and does. Including the Zune, the late-lamented, late-unlamented Zune. Uh, Apparently, Apple has hired a carbon fiber expert. We can reveal, apparently uh, Leander's got some inside sources, that the company has been testing Wi-Fi syncing on iPods
2: for two years. They really got to get past that point where you have to plug it into a Mac in order just to start... To, in, to initialize the whole process. Like, the iPads and the iPhones, they have to get to a point where they just turn on and work I out of the box. That's that's one of the holdbacks that...
0: Well, I, I don't see how eyes. you can call this the post-PC era right. if you can't use the damn thing unless you connect it to a PC. I don't um, get that. I don't get it either. There are lots of issues, Lander says, with syncing over the air. Apple engineers have been having trouble with reliability, signal strength, case design, and battery life. Well, I'll I'll grant you all of that. I have... Over the years, syncing on all my Android phones using a variety of different programs like Double DoubleTwist. Um, and it's certainly not a way to get a large library onto a phone. It would be okay for ca- time to t- you know, occasional updating, but it's not ideal. I wonder, though, with, with Amazon Cloud Player, if they ever get that for iOS, or, or apps like Mog and RDO and Rhapsody, if we even want to put music on our devices... Going forward, don't. This is. I wonder really what the future of the iPod is in general. If
3: everybody has an iPhone, with with, I'm still. You know, I, I have to admit that I still. You have an iPod. I, no, I have. I have an iPhone, but I mean, I, I still listen to the to the music on my iPhone. Locally. Well, you uh, like to buy music, but I. No, no, no I, don't, well, I don't. I don't mean like you to like to own it. I mean you like to own it. I don't. I I, I got a Zune because I didn't want to own it. But what I didn't. Right. But every time I was with the Zune, here's you couldn't. You would. Uh, you would find out that your 30-day thing had run up, and it wants to renegotiate your, you know, whatever, to, to show that you paid so your, you your 14 95 So you have to connect, and then you can't connect over Wi-Fi. You have to plug it into your, t- into, your, into your computer, and I'm, like, in London, and the computer that it was connected to is in San Francisco. <laughs> right. And, so, and after that, I just put the Zune away, and I was like, oh, okay, i right. get it. So, so, they,
0: so they hired this guy, Kenny Kestrel. He's the uh, former president of Kestrel Bicycles. He's like the guy. The guy. On mm-hmm. carbon, fi- carbon fiber. And the reason carbon fiber is Wi-Fi goes through it as opposed to the cases that they're using, the metal or the plastic cases that they're using. So do we
3: think that it'll, I guess it, I, w- I wonder if it'll improve our cell strength as well.
0: Well, wouldn't it be great? And carbon fiber's tough. I, li- I like carbon fiber. It's fine. But what we use the
3: phone for, I'm sure it's better
0: than glass. It probably bounces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently Steve Jobs recently uh, sent an email to a customer saying the iPod Classic is not going away. We thought it might be. Hmm. It's one a one-of-a-kind. So, one. So this is kind of following on a long-time conversation on this show. September, normally they announce iPods. We mm-hmm. thought maybe they'd announce iPhone 5 in September, mm-hmm. concurrent with an iPod announcement, or maybe not even do any more iPods. But if you're going to make it out of carbon fiber, that'd be pretty cool.
2: Oh, there's still a market for iPods. I mean, there, there there's is. There's still plenty of them. They still sell who, them. Oh, yeah.
0: The market's down a little bit. A lot, a yeah. lot more iPod touches than right. iPods. Right. right, right, and that's true. I
1: that's
2: mean, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, X Knight says the iPod cardboard would have excellent Wi-Fi characteristics. Would be slightly flammable,
3: <laughs> but it would it would work as long as you didn't get it near the stove <laughs> <laughs> and and didn't get it soggy. I, I
0: just I just think that the f- the future is a 3G or 4G enabled device, whether it's your phone or not. That that streams music from these services. That I know you like to own the copy, but I don't know if you can call owning a digital copy owning it anyway.
3: I don't. I don't like to own the copy. It's just that I spend a lot of time when I'm not connected. But right, it's becoming less and well, less and less. Well, all and of those
2: services allow and, you to and bandwidth download caps. Those are the two big problems. Bandwidth caps is bandwidth absolutely caps is the issue. big one.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, but all of those services allow you to download copies for offline purposes. Mog, Rhapsody, and Ardio, all three of them, right. I'm using Mog lately. The, the re, you know, it's funny. I was talking about RDO. I've talked about it on this show. R D I O. These are all three iPhone apps. Uh, or, or you can listen on your computer or your other device if it has an Android, perhaps something like that. Um, Sonos even supports Rhapsody and uh, RDO, and apparently Mog soon. But the reason I moved to Mog, somebody in the uh, on the Twitterverse said you should try Mog. 320 kilobits streaming. Wow. talk about bandwidth cap problems yeah. yep. 320 kilobits so it really sounds good RDO will not tell people what the stream rate is which sounds to me like it's not, they say, no, it's not a good sign they say it's CD quality right. <laughs> sounds like 96 kilobits to me kids is there anything else to talk about before we get to our picks of the week this is a, a, a scant show today we might actually do an hour-long Mac break weekly.
3: It's crazy. Wow. No, no, forget it. Say it isn't so. Wait until we get to the picks.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, because there's quite a few things out here we might want to pick. Yes. Alex has been chopping. Am I been drooling? Oh, man, if I were a billionaire, I'd come to a conference like this. I will have two. And you know, I imagine Scott Bourne doing something like that, <laughs> just coming here and saying, yeah, that, 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 and have it delivered tomorrow. And you could build such a cool studio. I was talking about this uh, before the... Uh, 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 before we did the show Ultimate, you know that green yeah. screen guys they have a big green screen cove there mm-hmm. and accuweather who provides weather information to television stations and actually i didn't know this but i guess they do a lot of technology for these tv stations so that the weather forecaster can stand in front of a green screen and stuff they were demonstrating you've got to go over and see this it's both in the Ultimate and the AccuView booth they're they're you know a few hundred feet apart but i the idea is you could do this anywhere uh, they've got a woman in front of a screen, not a green screen, a, a, a projection screen in the ultimate booth, a guy in front of the same projection screen in the AccuWeather booth, and they merge the two together, and they look like they're standing in the same set. Mm-hmm. They can interact. They can interact with the digital screen, so they can drag things around. They can throw digital objects at each other. They talk to each other. It's really an interesting virtual set technology because the two people can be in different places but look like they're standing, like you and I are right now next to each other. In fact, I think, Alex, you are actually at the AccuWeather booth.
3: Well, I am. I, I didn't want to tell you. I, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know you do. I think that's, I would buy that right now.
0: <laughs> no, because Skyposaurus, that's the new Skyposaurus, right? It's pricey.
3: Is it? Well, there's did a lot. You check of, it out. I'll go check it out. I, I, I can, I can sure tell you if, start, if you're starting to sync those things up, it's it's not going to be uh, ten dollars. No. <laughs> so um so the you know they're in a world of uh of you know fifty thousand dollar, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar solutions. But but the um uh, but what is exciting here is to see you know a lot of these. Uh, RDO
0: by the way uh,
3: says it streams at 256 kilobits. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought that they did
0: not say because I was trying to find out. Go ahead.
3: The uh, but that, this, is, this is, is just, like
0: the next step from what CNN did with a holographic person. It's the right. same idea except they're not glowing.
3: Well, not telepresence, the telepresence of telepresence, uh, you know, is something that uh, I was talking to a, um, ex- uh, an engineer uh, in Canada, and he said this is, they have um, a central control unit, I think, in Vancouver. Uh-huh. And all these little towns in Canada that, that are too small to have a staff. They literally have remote control cameras in the, and the host is sitting in front of green screen and it's going back in real time. So no, no, you got to get, it goes in green screen from the studio yeah. to the central hub in Vancouver where it's keyed, edited, all the stuff is added to it. And then it gets pushed back to them and then transmitted locally wow. for the local TV network. Wow. So the thing is, is that, and, and all there is is like a person and like someone who, who, who like turns the room on. You know, that, like there's like, you know, that's the. Well, that's, that's what I news. need, actually. Yeah. <laughs> For my house in Cancun. <laughs> so, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's crazy. Uh, and, and you're seeing all those technologies. And a lot of them are really expensive right now. But the technology that you're talking about, yeah. you know, five years from now, is something that you and I can actually well, afford. Well, that's,
0: truthfully, and that's what I look at this stuff and I go, well, now I know you can't do it. Right. Let's watch and see how long before I can afford
3: to. And it. let's figure out how we can uh, do most of it
0: you know, well, like, you know, it you know we perfection. are doing, I
3: mean, somebody in the chat room said, well, that's just, a, you could use a split screen,
0: and you can, and, and, but the idea is to make it look like we're doing, see, the problem is most of our hosts are not in Petaluma, so we have them on via Skype, it'd be great if we could have a round table show where everybody looks like they're sitting at the table, except they're not, we're working on that. We're going to take a break, come back with your picks. I don't know, Andy, do you want to do a pick for us? Uh, hardware uh, or software, you
2: pick something you like. I found all my compression apps, so I've got a couple. Oh, good. That's great. Right. That's there. actually well, a really good
0: $14.95. Actually, it's nine ninety-five. Nine
2: ninety-five. Coming up
0: in just a little bit. But uh, first, I'd like to uh, thank our uh, good friends at Gazelle.com. I know you're eyeing, you're eyeing those new gear, that new stuff. Maybe you'd like to get a... A new gadget or a gizmo, maybe you were holding off on the iPhone, you want to get a Verizon iPhone 4. Maybe you've got an iPad 1 and you just were hungering for an iPad 2, but you were thinking, well, really? This is for you, Andy. You're using an iPad 1 there in that Dodo yeah. case. I recognize it. Maybe I, would, I could get an iPad 2 if I could just get a decent price for my iPad 1 <laughs> and subsidize it. Well, let me tell you about Gazelle. G-A-Z-E-L-L-E dot com. Just like the, uh, the sprinter on the African Veldt. Right? That's a gazelle. It's like an like ungillet. Yes, it's very fast. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> It's very fast. You see the horns in the gazelle logo? That's the gazelle. It's got the stripy horns. Like that. Anyway, gazelle is a great company. I just I think they're so cool, and we know a lot of people who have used them. I've used them. I get uh, tweets a lot and emails a lot from people saying, Hey, I heard about gazelle on uh, MacBreak Weekly, and I tried it, and this is really awesome. Uh, If you've got a gadget, we all do, lying around that you're not using anymore, go to com and enter in that gadget. They do all sorts of kinds of, you know, smartphones, MP3 players, e-book readers, laptops, cameras, gaming consoles, GPSs, thousands of, uh, over 200,000 different unique items in 20 categories. They will tell you what it's worth. They even show you, it's really fun, a graph as the the value has gone up and down so you can see if it's starting to plummet. Maybe it's the time now is now to get rid of that old device. They'll tell you what it's worth. They'll ask you some questions about its condition and so forth. They will give you a mailing label. You put it in a box. You put the label. They pay the postage, and it goes to the gazelle experts. Now, they do a couple of things. First of all, they validate that it is in the condition you said it is. Believe it or not, of course, sometimes they'll say, no, it's not. I'm going to give you less money. But some, often, and they don't need to do this, but they do. I've heard people many times say, yeah, I got more money than they said they would give me because it was in better condition than I thought.
3: You were just being hmm. conservative.
0: Yeah. yeah. So they really are They're really a conscientious company this way They'll also wipe data So if you send them something that has data on it They they understand that They understand it's complicated They do it for you so you don't have to worry about your data And then they send you a check Or you can get a credit from a variety of PayPal uh, Amazon, Walmart gift cards Actually if you do the Amazon gift card This is a little tip You get a 5% bonus on the cash value because Amazon, I think, gives them an affiliate fee or whatever. So that, you get even more. And I'm going to tell you in a second how you can get even more. Let's say you hear you want this uh, Kindle. You want the new Kindle. You want the advertising-based $150 Kindle. I bet your old Kindle is worth more than that. You might be able to actually go get a net gain on the whole thing. Go over there to, at gazelle.com. Uh, and, by the way, if it's something that they can't, you know, that has no value, if it's a, a Palm Pilot <laughs> something like that, they recycle it uh, conscientiously. They use green recycling. So, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, they don't export it. It doesn't go in the landfill. They don't use, you know, uh, you know any companies that don't do it right. They, they have to be EPA cert- or certified, they have an environmental management system. They're, Cloud Blue is, is their primary recycler right now, and, and really, they're band certified. They're really great. So it's a good way to recycle. And if you have a charity, I just got an email from a
2: friend. Oh, I got a... My wife and I actually did this. We are adopting from Ethiopia, and we set up a page, and our friends and family donated stuff to raise money to raise money through Gazelle for the adoption. Yep. Isn't
0: that, that's that's
2: such a cool story?
0: So you tell friends and family, there's a Gazelle page, and if you've got an old gadget, just donate it, send it. They pay the postage. You get the check. Yep. Did you raise the money that you needed?
2: Uh, well, we it's a lot of money to adopt. And, but you got uh, some. We definitely got it. definitely helped. Isn't that neat? Absolutely.
0: And that's an easy way for friends and family to help you and clear out their closets at the same time. So there you go. Un-
2: it's way better than just asking them for money.
0: Yeah. Unsolicited testimonial from Andy. G-A-Z-E-L-L-E dot com. Now, here's how you get an extra 5%. Uh, on checkout, use the bonus code MAC MACBREAK. And they'll just take whatever amount they said and add 5% to it. So I just told you how to do 10% because you can take an Amazon car plus the 5%. I think those two could be operated at the same. I'm sure they can. Gazelle.com. Don't sell it. Gazelle it. All right. Time for our picks of the week. And we're going to start uh, with Andy. Okay. From S- Is it Seawell? Seawell Network.
2: What does Seawell do? So... I mean, I'm a video geek from way back, and like, you know, I wrote a book on it. And at the moment, I'm working on technology with these guys. They're a startup that are doing new technology for adaptive bitrate streaming. So they're trying to make it easier and faster to to work on that stuff to to deliver it out. So make it easier for you to deliver your your content to, to so you everywhere.
0: consult with people and help them.
2: Yeah, right now I'm I'm doing all of their marketing and, and some of the the product stuff as, as well, and and just helping get that stuff across because it's like for the longest time I was working on. Like stuff for individuals to use in their like in their home environments or like studio environments, like you have, and it's slowly just gotten to the point where I'm working on big infrastructure oh, projects. Neat. So it's, oh, it's really cool. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, S e a w e l l e networks mm-hmm. So uh, Andy Beach is also a, uh, as Alex says, a compression guru.
3: Andy, Andy's. The, so when I'm when people are asking me about, well, I do a lot of live streaming and I have to deal with compression all the time and. Even for post, and, and the person that I call when I'm trying to figure something out is Andy. Wow, and I'm like, I don't know how to do this, and so Andy's the guy I call.
0: Well, you found your—he was mentioning earlier compression uh, applications. You found so it.
2: i, I kind of use everything, and so this one is my pick. But I'll also caveat and say I, I use Episode Six, Episode Pro from Telestream uh, because it's great, and it like all compression tools have different functionality for me. I also use X Break and X Two Six Four plugins. Because those have great uses. It's, it's all about like whether I need speed, quality, or some sort of so compatibility. So there's no. It's a shame. There's not there, no one magic. There never thing. is. But this is the one. If this is the one that even my wife can use if she wants to quickly convert something, and if I just want to get something to play back on my TV, on my desktop, on my phone, my iPad, even give it to a friend to play back on some other device, this is the one, and it's just super friendly, and it's been. Again, it's one of those that, like, you know, a lot of those that I named out there, they're, they could be $1,000 apps, right? Mm-hmm. And This one is $9.95. I got it through the App Store originally. It's actually available, of course, from download from his site, too. It's called IVI, oh. and it's made by someone called South Pole Software. I dimly remember hearing about this. Yeah, and So it's iVideo Importer, and... What I really like about it is they're used to... Back in, you know, one of the first good FFmpeg GUIs was Visual Hub. Right. Like, that was right. the oh, super miss easy... Visual they Hub. They really miss that. Uh, love that. I covered it in my book. This is, like, the modern version of Visual Hub, if you will, uh, but it's even gone further because you're able to set up watch folders and automate things and, and have it do that extra level of things. You can also... Uh, if you're importing off of a, a disk, it can handle the subtitles. It can do the multi-language. It'll reach out to a, uh, to databases and grab all the metadata. Wow. So it's tagged appropriately, as, as particularly if you're doing like a whole season of, of TV shows, like I'm just getting ready to take a 40-hour flight to Africa. Wow. So I just dumped a lot of my DVD TV episodes onto my computer so that I could be ready for that trip. So this sounds like it's worth it 's worth for i mean 19, for nine ninety five nine ninety five it 'll even do uh, it does five one pass through but it 'll also do a mix down to stereo so if you have some really good five one and you want to have stereo you can pass that along it's it 's really great i mean for for what it does and and they 're super attentive uh, the one thing that it was lacking in the early days of it um, uh, you know, being a compression geek, there's a lot of advanced controls and things that I like that are yeah, under see, the I don't, hood. Need, I don't need
0: those. In, In fact, when Handbrake says, you don't really want right. to go there, do you? That's where I go. That's, that's, yeah, that's and the so I,
2: <laughs> I emailed their support, and I said, "Boy, it'd be great if you expose these, like, three things for me, because those are the kinds of things. And within two weeks, he said, okay, here's, here's, a, here's a new registration, and this is the new pro version. Do you want to try the beta of it? Check it out. And it, it worked great. It was that's awesome. awesome. That's IVI.
0: Awesome. And it's $9.99 from the App Store, and I'm going to get it right now. That sounds great. Thank you, yeah. Andy. Your pick, Alex. You get, Take your time. Too many. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you can take, do the whole shopping list. <laughs> uh, I got
3: two. I got one for the iPad and one hardware one from NAB. Awesome. So, so the first one I wanna, I, 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 that I'm going to recommend, and, and I tested this heavily in, um, in Paris uh, uh, last week there's a lot of mapping software so you, you know you, here's the issue is you get you go to another country and now you are stuck with 50 megabytes and you think that 50 megabytes is going to be a lot of transfer time and in like three days or one day you've used up almost all of your time just using google maps google maps is great when you're not paying per megabyte so uh so what you want to do is find something that will load the entire Paris map or, right. or France map to your iPhone and so just simply use a GPS which you're not paying for. So you right. can turn off your roaming. And I'm, I'm going to give people the more expensive solution because I, I bought all of the cheap ones. I have a way to do it too. Okay, so I... Well, you'll, maybe you can tell me because here's okay. what I did is I bought all the cheap ones and they're all using the same map. It's really bad. So it's the same open source map that that they got, and all of it. Yeah, because you can't download stuff. Google Maps for free. You have to That's pay right. for that. Well, the, and so I uh, bit the bullet and I bought. Uh, it's not on this phone, but I bought. Um, I bought TomTom. TomTom, hundred so to- bucks, and it is awesome. Oh, you love it. Oh, I think TomTom. Well, here's the deal: is I think I get, I get a great map. It totally works. It it does all the stuff that it. does. I, I use TomTom a lot when I'm driving. Um, already because I just, I find that I'm paying a lot of money for it or a lot of money from the comparison to, but I find that all the lower cost ones have been this kind of hack. Did you try really GPS motion X? Uh, I did when they first came out and it was not, not a great experience, it's, um, you but know, it might ob- have been It's through. open
0: street maps. So it depends on where you are. It's not Google. Mm. It's not TeleNav, It's because you'd have to pay for those. Right. So open street maps is an open source mapping uh, solution. But Randall Schwartz showed me this uh, every every time he goes on a cruise to a town, he'll download ahead of time the that's maps nice. from that area. And I think it's sometimes
3: OpenStreetMaps is actually better because uh, that's not the map that actually looks like a better map than what I've been digging through the, for Paris. Yeah, were very, um, very unhappy. Yeah,
0: no, I, I but it, maybe OpenStreetMaps doesn't have as good a. Uh, you know, it's basically user-created content. It, they've gotten better and better all the time. It's a great open-source project. And these are free, so you download. It's a you know, $0.99 cent application, and right. the maps are free. You just download them ahead of time and store it on the phone. But the you like TomTom. Tom. So Tom, Tom. And you get turn-by-turn turn with TomTom. Tom.
3: We get turn-by-turn, turn and you have a map that, that really is, I mean... You're paying for someone. Someone actually went through and it's checked a real all that map. stuff. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and it, all, it all actually works. Was, and when was you, it a
2: different map for Europe and U.S.? Or? Yeah, so you, okay. you buy,
3: you actually buy, you can buy Europe, you know, uh, Western and Eastern Europe. Or you can okay. buy Europe or you can buy, there's parts of Africa now that have it. So what happened is in December they started mm-hmm. releasing all these individual apps for all these different areas all over the world. For a long time it was only the U.S. and Canada. And I have to say, and I got the U.S. and Canada one when it first came out. Because I had a TomTom device and I was like, oh, I really like I like the interface. I like the TomTom interface. Right. Um, and so, and some people don't, but I like it. And uh, And I really, when I saw the price and I looked at all these free ones, I was like, I can't justify the price. I'm going to buy these. I'm going to download these free ones. And by the second day, I was like, uh, I'm going to go ahead and buy the TomTom one. Because what I ha- kept on doing is like, this isn't working. I'm now going to open Google Maps right. and use up three megabytes so I can figure out where I actually am. Right. You know, and, and uh, so it, it all. I guess I would... There are a lot of free ones and this one may work really well and I just haven't tested it. Well,
0: the chat room's agreeing with you. They love TomTom uh, and they say for Paris it's very and, good. And so. I guess
3: what I'd say is for mission critical. Like I really you're right, am traveling. open street
0: maps, you don't know what you're gonna get. And I think if you if you, you know, go to Africa with open street maps, you might be taking a big well, game. Not only
3: that, if you're gonna go to if, anywhere that, that, that TomTom's covering, and it's not covering everywhere now. Right. But where it's covering it, that, here's the deal. I'm gonna spend three thousand dollars to get somewhere. I might as well spend another hundred. If my flight was a hundred dollars more, if my flight was a hundred dollars more, I wouldn't it's a even false notice. economy. I wouldn't exactly. even notice. Yep. But 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 there is so much stress that's created being lost in the middle of Paris, trying right. to figure out why I came up on here and I don't know where I'm at, and so on and so forth, and, and walking you know eight extra blocks because you went the wrong way by one. And it's just great to just have a great map. So anyway, if you're looking for a real mission critical, if you find the location that you're going to is TomTom, I would highly suggest it. Now the because we're here at NAB. I feel like I, I should recommend one. Would you please just one very expensive,
0: <laughs> <Here we> multi Alex? <laughs> oh,
3: thank you. No, no, so, so, no, no. Um, oh, you have to. So my my. Uh, I mean,
0: I I just talked about ultim, the ultimate two hundred fifty thousand dollar
3: telepresence system. You gotta have. You can do that. Okay. So, so the um, so uh, uh, my I think my pick. See now I want to pick a couple. Uh, so, so my pick uh, uh, for the week is, um, is actually going to be the... Uh, pick a couple. Okay, I'll pick a couple. Uh, one is on the video editing, what I showed you yesterday. So this is Blackmagic's editing system. Mm-hmm. It, what, what, is, what I think is really interesting about it is, is that it breaks the mold. So in the past, what we've done is we've bought a mixer. You know, when you buy a mixer, you have a control surface, you have the inputs, you have all the, you know, the graphics going in. And what Blackmagic has done is allowed you to grab any part that you want. I can buy just the interface that's going to interface with the cameras. I can control that with a laptop. But if I really want to have that control surface, I can buy that too. And so it, it's broken it all up, changed the entire—I hate to say it—I don't have a better word—paradigm, but changed the entire way that you think about live mixing and made it really inexpensive. I mean, you can get four HDMI plus two SDI streams. Uh, I mean, cameras hooked to a little one U rack and control it with your laptop for nine hundred ninety-five bucks. And I and thought it was five. That's the the little one. That's just four inputs. Oh, okay. So if you want, if you want twelve SDI inputs and four HDMI inputs, that's going to cost you five thousand dollars. But you, I, I have a sixteen channel mixer right. that costs me twenty six thousand. So right. you know, now, no, I, these are amazing
0: effects. So, I think you're right. This changes everything. Yeah, Because we use a tricaster, twenty five thousand dollar tricaster we're using right now, and right. it this doesn't have all the functionality of that. But for 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 quick field yeah. shooting, where I have four cameras, yeah. It's, I'm it's using a, a
3: laptop. It's doing H.264. Yeah. This is amazing. It's an amazing solution. The other, the other amazing solution. I want you to buy one. Um, tell me how it works <laughs> before I get one. I'm, yes. You're my guinea pig. I'm working on it. I'm right. working on that. So, so I'm waiting for them. To, they should be released in the next couple months. The other one that, that I was really excited about was sound devices. I brought that over. It's a, it's a portable recorder. Um, and it is. You've talked about this before, actually. We didn't talk about a Mac, but yeah, we talked about it. uh, I thought it was a pick. You did a sound devices pick before. No, but this is a video recorder. Oh,
0: it's video. That was audio, the last one.
3: Sound devices, up until yesterday... They were audio. They were an audio company, and they still are an audio company, so what you get is great audio. You have total control over the audio. You have great limiters. You have all the things that you want out of that, but on top of that... You've got SDI and HDMI inputs, timecode, and it's all done. So does
0: this replace the Key Pro, for instance, which is what we use to record? What we're I using right now to record. It is a it we is just competitor to
3: the Key Pro. <laughs> five, um, how much did we pay for that Key Pro? Five thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. Um, it is it, it is it is a different version of that. The Key Pro does things that that it doesn't do. So the Key Pro okay. does up down cross solutions. That. Yeah. Up down cross solutions. There's no. a bunch of things that that the KeyPro does do as far as in, in and outputs uh, that. Right. They're not done, but but what I will say is that in the in the portable device, it's got an LCD screen. It's got you can use any SSD drive and just drop it in. Um, it is a and it's built. You know, we have so much sound devices stuff in our office. It's right. built to last. Those, it's those to really work. seem robust. They are yeah. always robust. And so um, anyway, those are two of the things that I um, have been you know pretty pretty darn excited about. So mm. those are my those are my picks from NBD.
0: Mm, okay.
3: How about you, Leo? Okay. What did you say you got, Leo?
0: By the way, uh, the chat room's saying it's three ninety nine for your a, Ivi.
2: Uh, yeah, and I was looking at that, and I, I double checked the site. So there's a there's a kind of a dumbed down version, oh. a little slightly slimp- sim- more simple version that doesn't have some of the subtitling and the mix-down stuff. That's the three ninety nine version, and it's just Ivi. Then there's Ivi Pro, which is nine ninety five. So you're that recommending in, Pro. So right now, I would actually I would recommend either if you if you want the subtitling the one nice thing IVI the 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 lower end one even does the metadata capture so it'll go out and scan like IMDb and grab all of wow. the stuff and tag it for you oh, automatically oh i like that that's pretty cool and that's really convenient and so if that's enough then go with the 399 but if you want the extra go go with the 99 like Ten dollars, just cut out two lattes and you're done. You know? Like, come on, it's a and it's a, dinner. Right. It's a software tool. Come on, dinner this if guy. You eat it in and out. This guy's hard at work. He deserves that. Yeah, I
0: agree. Spend the money. My uh, pick is from a company called Reinvented Software. I've been using them uh, for a while for their feeder program, which is uh, what we use to create our RSS feeds. It's a great, you know, Reinvented Software. They do a program. It used to call it be called Keep It Together. I think Andy might have mentioned this in the past. I was uh, I was doing research on the web uh, a little while ago, like last week, because um, uh, you know I, I had this fantasy that I was going to buy a boat, and so I. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Where did that come from? How can you do sh- uh, the question is can you do shows off a boat? Can that was the question, <laughs> and uh, so I wanted a way to tax write off right.
0: C- yeah, well, I just wanted to be able to say I'm on a boat, but I I, I wanted to collate this information. It's a variety of things, including PDF magazines, uh, websites uh files from all over uh into some sort of way document that i could use to you know store it refer to it search it and everything and i've used in the past DevonThink, which is a fairly high end and, and a good solution for this uh but i, I never liked the ui for DevonThink. And i found this uh from reinvented they really know mac software it's called together now it used to be called keep it together the only thing missing i and i really wish that they had a uh An iPhone, or uh, uh, I think they're going to do an iPad version of this, $40 in the App Store. Uh, And it is basically a way to collate all your research and information. You can encrypt it. You can store it uh, in a Dropbox, which I do, which means that it's available to me on all of my devices via Dropbox. Uh, It will make PDF uh, 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 versions of everything, including web archives, bookmarks, and notes, so uh, you can read it in other, you know, you could use Goodreader, I guess, on the iPad until they come out with something. But I just, I find it very uh, nice for tagging, color coding, organizing, and searching through data. I was able to create, you know, sub folders of blogs, uh, retailers, web reviews, uh, magazines, and so forth. And, and they have a little, when you have it running in the background, they have a little tab on the side of the screen that you could just drag stuff to to make it very quick to drag stuff or web pages and so forth over into it. So it is really kind of a, uh, a research tool that I, I really liked. I looked at Scrivener and a lot of other programs that let you do some of these similar uh, things. Um, this seemed perfect for me. It does sync with MobileMe. Uh, it is, and this is nice, completely Apple Scriptable. Uh, so I always look for that in an application on the Mac platform. Together from reinvented software. It looks great. Software. Yeah, it's very, it's really very on slick. on you, uh, you know, I think I'm told that they're, I believe, working on an iPad version. Right. Mm. Uh, you're exactly right. You really need it on an
3: iPad. It is. Uh, it I is, do so much of my research on my iPhone or my iPad. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wouldn't it be nice if you could just kind of, boom, and, and save, it save it in there, and then you'd have it, it
3: on your desktop. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, like these other guys, and it really bothers me, they've forked it. Mm. So there's a Mac App Store version, and there's a version you get from the website, and you buy one or the other. This was your big concern, right? Yeah, it's exactly what I was worried about, and they've done the same thing. Um, The advantage to buying it in the App Store is updates, multiple machines. I mean, I really like that. Unfortunately, um, the uh, the App Store version is missing uh, the ability to print PDFs uh, two two together. So it adds that print to PDF function, adds a together item to it and uh that Why just bugs that? the hell out of me they, they, they actually took so they take features out of the one in the mac app store well they're getting 30 percent less maybe that's the rationale i don't know i wish people i this was my fear that the app store would do this it is in fact doing it and ivi does the same thing they've got a i don't know if it's uh, a feature identical or if it's forked um you know the, the program i talked about last week alfred you have because there's no in-app purchasing. They can't sell the full Alfred on the App Store because they want to have an in-app purchase that allows you to add more features. I just I feel like this
3: is going to going to happen in a lot of different. Uh, I, I think it's a transition because I I hope so because I have to admit that I'm not. I mean, there's going to be a point where I stop buying apps that aren't in the App Store because I just don't want to okay. deal with. Well, exactly. I don't want to deal with all the reinstalls. Exactly. Um, so I bought the the
0: uh, Mac app version and a forego forego right. a, fe- a feature. Um producer of IVI says they sell it outside the uh, app store because they can update it faster. Of course, you have to wait for Apple to allow an update. And so if they want to update and fix, they're going to do it uh, on the website faster. And you can't do DVD ripping on the IVI version of the app store for
2: obvious reasons. For the, for the app store version, right. right? Which I think is why the pro version is only on his website. That's why I'm going to the website to buy that one. Right. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's really
0: great to meet you, Andy. Andy Beach yeah, is, uh, is the guru of, uh, of, of compression and obviously a MacBreak listener. Hardened fan. So we really appreciate your coming by and helping us out on the show. I'm only right?
2: sorry I didn't have stick-on sideburns so that I can fully take <laughs> you need a hat. all of the Andy skills. <laughs> I'm sorry. We also be... can't sing in Russian. Well, so.
0: you, you, had a, you had some much-needed uh, uh, exp- w- real-world experience, shall we say. Uh, so thank you, Andy Beach, for stopping by. And again, thank uh C-well is Cwellnetworks Alex Lindsay was with the Pixel Core. Boy, this is the place for the Pixel Core if you're interested. If you if this kind of stuff sends you, go to pixelcore.com, become a Pixel Core member. And if you want to watch their streams, they're streaming live while we're not when we're not, you are. Um, from uh, uh, Pixelcore.com slash live. You're gonna do to- a party
3: tonight? Uh, we are what you doing tonight we oh. are going to do a
0: little bit of streaming oh. around the event oh. the big oh. event but we're oh. not going to be out streaming the, the final event. cut uh, user group meeting Before is tonight after but not Apple not will probably make a big announcement but if there is one we'll be talking about pixelcore.com slash live right after I'm after sure the, there'll be then, a lot
3: to say and the, uh, and unless to they NDA everybody in the, in the room <laughs> <laughs> and today later this afternoon uh, we'll, we'll be posting it on Twitter but on uh, at, at around 2 o'clock we're going to do a walkthrough of cameras with Darren Acato, who was on oh yesterday. I like Darren yeah he, was a, uh, he used to be the president of the ASC academy of, you know, so the, this is the he's in the academy's research council on cameras and so wow. on you know, research you know so uh, so this is like we're really going to talk cameras there's going to be a geeky walk walkabout. Oh, I'm going to follow cool. that one. Yeah, two o'clock. So uh, two o'clock. So we'll we'll tweet that, it. the
0: S3 will obviously be a big subject. We're we'll talking about f 3s and Sony's yeah, and yeah. Reds
3: and all kinds. Oh, of stuff. okay, yeah. It's, it's going to be a was it did super did
0: did uh, Oakley make any announcements uh, at the uh, about uh, the Red? red? Right? Yeah,
3: um, they're showing the Epic. They're showing th- the Epic. Yeah, they're showing the Epic. The Epic is starting to ship. You know, in, in pieces and and. Uh, and I believe we're working on getting uh, we're going to get an epic up here. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get an epic. When up. What would that be? I, I think it, I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. I, I w- oh boy, that'll be fun. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, so Mike Seymour from uh, FX has an epic here, has a handheld epic, and he's going to uh, he. Uh, it was not in the original list. Is this 4K, Eileen? Is this a 4K camera? <laughs> this is the four, This is five K. Five K. I gave it to. I think I, I, I handed him off to Lynn, um, and uh, so so anyway. Um, Okay, we'll figure it out. But we're, we're going to get. We're, today was not the day. Tomorrow's the day he can. he's available. And so we're going to get Mike up here to show off the Epic and talk about it. And he's really the guy. Mike is the guy to talk about the, That'll about be fun. the Epic. So.
0: That'll be fun. So uh, right after we go off the air, we're going to do mostly photo in just a bit. Go to pixelcore.com slash live and watch yeah. Alex live. As relaxed as we are, your stuff's even more relaxed, which I love. <laughs> it's just like walking around
3: with Alex. You know, on the show floor. We thought that it, you know, we, we, we do other things. We're going to be shooting a lot of like pre produced episodes and so on and so forth. But what we found is me and Brent walking around talking about stuff, like two guys that were really into production chatting is stuff that That's what I really, want. really That's enjoyed watching. You you know, it gives you that experience you of, the, of the Expos. Yep. So. We thank you all for joining us
0: uh, on Mac Break Weekly, the NAB version. We'll be back in studio next week with Andy Anaco, Alex Lindsay, and the gang. And uh, meanwhile, get back to work. Break time's over.